BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ever thought about owning a piece of history? Introducing the Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin from Legacy Precious Metals. My limited edition silver coin celebrates the historic Republican victory in 1994, marking a turning point in American politics. Give a gift with real historical weight this season. Order now at NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. On this episode of Newt's World, as interest rates continue to rise and inflation is at an all-time high, the stock market continues to be volatile. Many Americans are wondering whether they should be saving or investing right now, and if so, how much can they afford? Many of my family members and friends want to know how they can protect their own finances and investments as we face this challenging economic period. And I want to talk with someone who has been advising people on their personal finances and investments for over 25 years. So I'm really pleased to welcome back my guest, Charles Thorngren, founder and CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. Charles, welcome and thank you for joining me again on Newt's World. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure as always. Thank you. Charles, why don't we start by talking a bit about the state of the economy as it stands right now in November 2022. As you know, we're seeing a lot of large companies lay people off. What's your reaction to all that? Great question. I think, you know, we look at probably the big three, you know, Meta being one. When you come out and say that you need to lay off 11,000 workers, that's a pretty big indication of how bad things are. For one of the larger companies that there is, I know that the costs of running the company have become substantially more than they expected. I believe we were looking at costs and expenses jumping to about 19% year over year, which for them really is employees too. Meta is not a company that needs to worry about gas prices as much, but this is the cost of employees. So, you know, $22.1 million in the third quarter alone with the expenses for Meta. You can't have those kind of costs while having sales decrease. 
I think you'll see that those numbers never work for a company. Operating expenses dropping to 46% from where they were, and then you have increased labor costs. It never works out. That's bad business. And this is why you have Zuckerberg coming out and saying 13% of the staff has to go. Well, at the same time that Meta is having problems, Elon Musk was causing turmoil at Twitter in ways that are kind of amazing. Can you talk just a little bit about the degree to which Twitter also is going through a period of layoffs? Absolutely. And this one's interesting. You typically don't see someone stepping in to buy a company when they know that there's a liquidity problem. You have him stepping out $44 billion. It's not pocket change. I don't care who you are. But to agree to do that and then immediately fire everybody, fire the chief executives, fire all the top managers, lay off 7,500 employees, it's a really good indication of what, again, we were talking about that employee valuation, having to raise the amount that you're willing to pay somebody creates such a deficit that you actually begin to bankrupt the company to some degree. So you look at that and then you say, okay, 7,500 employees gone. And then an additional 4,000 to 5,500 more contract employees. And that's a whole separate field is the contract employees. Elon Musk does no valuations. We know that. So him saying that this is what has to happen, this is more of a way of saying, here's what you can expect in other companies to come. The economy is not in the best of shape, no matter what anyone says. Layoffs are the biggest sign of that. Well, the other underlying factor, in addition to the layoffs, is that inflation's continuing, which will continue the pressure. I was really surprised that the energy index rose 17.6%, but the amazing one to me was fuel oil, which jumped 68.5%. And then electricity went up 14.1%. I mean, how do you see the inflation rate and what the Federal Reserve is doing to try to bring it under control? And how do you read all that? Fuel becomes interesting to me. We can't forget what happened just two years ago. When you shut down the pipeline and you restrict the flow of an America that was at one point energy independent and create what we have now, we have officials basically begging foreign countries to give us more oil at a good price. To me, that's shameful. It doesn't need to be there. So when you see that index rising to that degree, 68%, part of that is our own doing. But that's beside the fact, right? What we have to do now is figure out how to fix it. Because in this day and age, everything travels to get to its destination. All the products you buy, they're being shipped someplace. So when you start dealing with fuel, this has a detriment to the price because the transportation costs increase the product cost. So you're fighting an unneeded increase in price on top of inflation as well. So it's really a compounding issue. So given all of that, it seems to me we're going to see a lot more market volatility. I would agree. I noticed that Morgan Stanley's chief U.S. equity strategist, Mike Wilson, suggested that the bear market is not over and that the S&P 500 could hit a new low early next year. He said, quoting him, we remain highly convicted that the 2023 bottom-up consensus earnings are materially too high in a note that he sent to clients on Monday. Now, as you know, 
people can get sucked into a bear market and you can have an occasional brief uptick, but the long-term pattern of the market is down. Do you have a sense that that's part of what we're in the middle of? Absolutely. We look at these numbers that were released and we're hearing cheers in the market. Oh, it's not gone up as high as we thought. PPI didn't go up as high as we thought. The CPI is not as high as we thought. To me, one month doesn't determine anything. The reality is if you look at some of the worst inflationary periods in the United States history, classic example, we'll take June of 1973. The inflationary rate was 6%. And then it dropped down to 5.73%. And they made a mistake of saying, we've got it fixed. Well, in the next three months, it shot up to over 7% inflation. And it continued to move forward from there into that high inflationary periods of the late 70s, 12%. And this is what we're seeing. We're seeing a market that wants to be given easy money. And we've had easy money for a very long period of time. And, and I think our economy and our market has got addicted to it. So they want to keep that coming. So they're going to say, oh, look, we're good now. We had a small pullback. One month does not make a fix. And I'm hoping that the Fed understands that and doesn't fall victim to the pressures of the market. Because if it does, we're in for a much bigger shock in the next few months. So the course needs to be stayed. We know that there'll be a raise in December and it's probably going to be a half a basis point, but that's already been known. No one raises high in the last month of the year. It just doesn't happen. So pulling back from the three quarters of a percent down to the half. So there's no real victory there. But I think the thing that we need to really be careful for is the assumption that things are fine. If you've been keeping up with the news lately, you know that we're living in challenging economic times. Americans are suffering from supply chain problems, soaring grocery prices, and high inflation. All this economic turmoil means increased volatility in the stock market, which can impact your retirement investments. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I use when investing in gold and gold IRAs. A gold IRA has the same tax advantage of a traditional IRA while giving you protection by owning physical gold. Legacy Precious Metals believes that your financial security should never be left to chance. Learn how to protect your wealth and secure your financial future with gold. Whether it becomes part of your retirement account or the physical metals are shipped to you, Legacy can advise you on how to invest. Give their experts a call today at 866-484-4043. That's 866-484-4043. Or download their comprehensive gold guide at buylegacygold.com. Visit buylegacygold.com. Sort of the opposite of gold and silver has been cryptocurrency, which at times has taken off and looked like it was a great investment. But when FTX, which was valued at $32 billion in January, declared bankruptcy, what happened to all that money? I mean, they go from $32 billion to now being bankrupt and there were people out there counting on the $32 billion, including, I think, some pension funds, which had actually invested in this stuff. Does it just kind of like disappear? In this case, yes. It's gone. 
cryptocurrency, much like the stock market, it's often called a, a zero-sum game, right? One wins, one loses. In this scenario, everyone's lost because the value was never there. You have, unfortunately, what is already, I would say, a risky asset. Not that people shouldn't have invested in it somewhat as long as their portfolio was laid out and planned, right? But you have an asset that for the longest time has no real regulation to it. You have no oversight in it. I mean, that's how it originally came out. It was a private asset that people couldn't trace. So they dealt with those issues and they've got it more mainstream. But the big issue really comes in here is when you had like the FTXs get involved and they started managing it like a mutual fund to some degree and they were leveraged. Leverage is not something to play with. Professionals should only be doing that. And I think, you know, unfortunately, in the realm of cryptocurrencies, there's not many true financial wizards involved <laughs> that can go out and say, let's margin, let's borrow against, let's leverage this account to try to generate some additional income. And this is where you run into those troubles because that has to be done in a way where there's protection to the bottom line. And we haven't seen that. And this isn't the first issue with cryptocurrencies. You know, we've even had issues where it was stolen, Mount Gox and, and things like that. So when you look at it, you know that you're dealing in a relatively new asset, right? A new vehicle, investment vehicle. You have to go with caution. You have to look at it with caution. And because it was a high flying asset for a while, people forgot that. And this leads us to these troubles. I mean, when it comes to finances, you got to have a plan and it's good to be a little conservative. It's good to have that protection there. Cryptocurrency is one zone. Another thing which I frankly don't fully understand is called a meme, M-E-M-E, -E, a meme stock. What is a meme stock? Yeah, meme stocks. Interesting how this generation has created new terms for investment vehicles. Really, basically what a meme stock came down to was a group of people would rush in, talk about this stock, right? And they would create these little memes, these little pictures, and they'd get on their Twitters and all of their little social platforms and say, this is a great bet. Everyone buy in. In the old days, we would call that manipulation. You'd have people step in, take a position, and then convince a bunch of other people that they should buy it too. And it works well now because we have these social media platforms. We have so-called experts, people who claim to be experts on something, convincing the people who are inexperienced or young to follow them. And they push all this money in. And then they're told, hold on, this is going to be a great ride. And it goes up. And then it suddenly comes down. And I think when it's all said and done, you're going to see quite a few of these experts revealed to have actually liquidated their meme stocks before the downturn. You know, classic scenario that you see whenever there's a form of manipulation. You know, when you're looking at meme stocks, that's kind of what you're talking about. These are stocks, just like any other stock, but they somehow, given the power of the social media to knit people together, they suddenly become sort of a bandwagon effect. And then they get a price that's psychological rather than financial. Correct. All your meme stocks, none of them were actually dealt in anything that really was even close to a financial evaluation. You know, there's classic examples, the Game Stocks, the AMC. All of those companies were not doing well financially. And some of them were so much so that 
they probably could have gone under if it wasn't for this social media effect where they had people clamor in and push so that in the world of stocks, you have certain players who will take a short position. Okay. And what they did was they made these financial people remove their short positions, creates a short squeeze, and it forces the price up. And that's what we saw a lot of. So let me run you through a couple of these and just get your comments. One was GameStop, which suddenly jumped 1,500% in its share price in two weeks and reached a high of $483. And apparently the Reddit community was suddenly coordinated this effort. But in fact, that wasn't the real value of GameStop. It wasn't even close. And what that really was, like we said, that Reddit community stepped in and said, here's a stock that doesn't have much volume, right? It's something that we can control to some degree if we get enough people to put money in. And because the price was so low, you had a lot of that Reddit community was your crypto crowd, right? And they had this money they had made on their Bitcoin and their Ethereum, and they felt like they were millionaires and they knew what they were doing. So they followed these Reddit communities and they dumped a lot of money in a very short period of time. And it was coordinated so that you constantly had buys on the market, forcing the price up. So really what they did when you look at it is they artificially inflated the price so they felt like they made money. And the big problem there came when it was time to collect your profit because there was no market there to sell it to. Well, similarly, I go to AMC theaters, so I'm fascinated by what's happened with the movie chain. And its price, which was probably based pretty closely on reality, was about $2 per share. And then it's been driven up to $62 per share in 2021. The CEO, Adam Aaron, actually created an AMC meme stock, which he gave out to the stockholders. And literally, it's been estimated that the meme stock investments may have saved AMC from going bankrupt. I mean, that's all kind of wild because it's not actually related to the underlying financial reality of the company. Absolutely not. And that is a great example. And here's probably an example where it wasn't as bad for AMC. Was it based on financials? No. Because we have to remember, in, you know, in 2021, people were not going to the theater. AMC was not generating income. So to see that kind of move, it's really tremendous. And that shows you the power of that society that we're doing these types of investments. And when it's hovering just over around the $2 price point, people who had made money, again, in cryptos and in their other meme stocks, they were following the crowd. There was a wave and they were riding that wave. And it was led by several people who have a very large following in this community. And yes, in this case, I do believe it saved AMC from bankruptcy during that very specific period of time. That's a tough industry. That's a lot of real estate and things to hold to generate profit. So theaters typically have some trouble there. But in this case, I agree. It did save that chain from going bankrupt. But it still was not about financials. You have sort of emotional stocks rather than financial stocks. You know, people aren't taking a hard, cold look. What's this company worth? What's its growth prospect? What's its profit like? They're instead joining a crowd and kind of a, a movement of excitement, but one which has a real potential to be a bubble that then bursts, leaving them holding stock that's worth dramatically less than they invested. Exactly. You take that kind of an emotional investment. And it's pure emotion because it is not financial. 
But that also puts you at that risk, right? When the finances come out and when the numbers are out and it's revealed that the company has no real value, you lose everything in most cases. And that's the caution that people need to be aware of. While establishing your portfolio, you want to make sure the things you take risk with is a minor portion. So if something does go wrong, it doesn't ruin you financially. It may hurt, but it won't ruin you. And that's the difference when you're looking at your investments. You've got to have some basis of the financials, not just the hype. If you've been keeping up with the news lately, you know that we're living in challenging economic times. Americans are suffering from supply chain problems, soaring grocery prices, and high inflation. All this economic turmoil means increased volatility in the stock market, which can impact your retirement investments. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I use when investing in gold and gold IRAs. A gold IRA has the same tax advantage of a traditional IRA while giving you protection by owning physical gold. Legacy Precious Metals believes that your financial security should never be left to chance. Learn how to protect your wealth and secure your financial future with gold. Whether it becomes part of your retirement account or the physical metals are shipped to you, Legacy can advise you on how to invest. Give their experts a call today at 866-484-4043. That's 866-484-4043. Or download their comprehensive gold guide at buylegacygold.com. Visit buylegacygold.com. To go from great volatility and essentially emotional definitions of value to what has been the longest safe investment, I guess, in recorded human history, in an area where you're a real expert, talk to us a little bit about diversifying some into gold and silver as part of a positive portfolio that protects people from some of the downside risk. It's so relevant. To have a portion in gold, it's a way of saying that if the dollar continues its decline because of inflation, if the government continues its spending, I have something that's going to counterbalance that irresponsibility of government spending and inflation in my portfolio. Because ultimately, your portfolio, most people are doing it so that they can retire. Retirement is a big issue, right? When you agree to no longer work and survive off of the labor that you've spent your entire life doing, that's a big time of risk for you because you're now saying, I trust what I've done and I'm going to go ahead and manage my money wisely. I've invested all my life. I need this now to take care of me. And this is where these riskier things, if they're in your portfolio, they cause you trouble. But when you have that basis in gold and silver, you have that structure of support. You can build off of that because that's the thing that's going to maintain value through the good and the bad. When things get tough, gold and silver are there to protect you. They increase in value as the dollar gets weaker. And now is a classic example, inflation like this. It's going to affect the stock market worse still. I know people don't want to hear that we have a down market already. We have a bear market, but it's not done. 
And this is where gold and silver step in that prevents you from that loss that you're going to see in those other markets, gives you stability and increase in value over time. Is it a high flyer? No. But that's not what you need when you're ready to retire. You need stability and stable growth. And this is what the precious metals industry does for you. It gives you that. And this is why people should always have a portion there. It will help remove the fear of what could happen to your retirement from the stock market. As I understand it, you can either have physical gold or you can have a gold IRA, which is basically a guarantee of your right to acquire the physical gold if you want to. But those are two different ways of being invested in gold and silver. Is that accurate? That is accurate. And many clients do both. Having the gold and silver in their hands, it's a great comfort in that, right? You have instant liquidity in your hands. And in the retirement account, it makes sense because, again, this is what you're looking to use to live for the rest of your life when you retire. So for most people, the largest real portfolio they have is their retirement account. They've been saving for years. They've put it away. And by having precious metals as part of that, you take the risk away from your IRA account being hammered and destroyed by high inflation and a stock market that pulls back drastically. The last time we're really in this scenario would be in 2008. And I remember then people who would call us and say, I had everything in the market. I can't even retire now. And I mean, that was very troubling to hear. And there was not a lot we could do at that point. Once the damage has been done, it's done. So I really want to appeal to people to say, hey, evaluate your risk yourself and get some safety in there. Do it before you think you need to do it. That way you are protected. With all of your experience, your background, and your knowledge, when you set out to found Legacy Precious Metals, you really wanted it to be a different kind of company. Explain to folks, how did you see Legacy Precious Metals being different than a lot of companies they might see advertised on TV or they might read about? Legacy for me, the name isn't by accident. You know, my son is involved in the company as well. We have that family business aspect, but for us, it's also the legacy of our clients. We handle things a little differently. I've often said, you know, that we are a customer service company that actually deals in precious metals because for us, it's really important that our customers understand what they're doing, why they're doing it. We really want to focus on the education of them rather than trying to sell them some gold or silver. Because when you do that, you accomplish two things. You establish safety for your customer and you also give them the wisdom to say, okay, here's my precious metals platform, but what about the rest of my platform? It gives them an opportunity to really evaluate everything and remove the risk from their entire portfolio, not just with the precious metals, but the other assets that they hold. So for us, this has really been about that, making sure people feel comfortable, are taken care of, not taking advantage of, and have the information they need to make the right decisions for themselves. So from your standpoint, you're as much an advisor as an investor. You really want people to be able to look at the totality of their planning for retirement and the totality of their financial activities, and then put in context the specifics that Legacy Precious Metals happens to engage in. That's a great way to put it, because for us, it's far more important 
for people to understand and protect themselves. And what someone does today changes, but the knowledge they gain will help them for as long as they live. And that's important. And our hope is that people who do call us and they get the information, they make the decisions that's right for them. But also importantly is they pass on that knowledge to others, their friends, their family. The more we have Americans who understand investing and how to protect themselves, the stronger America will be. And to me, that's important. Not to wave flags or anything, but that is what America is about, right? The strength of the individual. And that's what we need to see. And that's what we're always trying to focus on. Helping each and every customer and then letting them go out and talk to others to help their friends and family. This has been very educational. And of course, we're in the middle of such a volatile period and so many different things going on. And I think 2023 could be a pretty tough year for people. Charles, I really want to thank you for joining me and helping me and our listeners make sense of the current economic environment and how we can save for our own futures while dealing with inflation at 40-year highs. I am confident we're going to want to talk to you again because this economy is going to continue to evolve, I think, in some pretty painful ways. And having an opportunity to have an expert explain it, put it in context, and give people a sense of what they could do is really going to increase, I think, the sense of hopefulness. So, And I want to let our listeners know, if they want more information, they can call Charles and his team at Legacy Precious Metals directly at 866-484-4043. You can literally chat with Charles and his team, look at the totality of your own planning, and get expert advice. And they are at 866-484-4043. Or you can visit them online at buylegacygold.com slash newt. That's buylegacygold.com slash newt to find out more and also to get a free investment guide. And thank you, Charles, for helping us better understand the economy. My pleasure as always. Thank you. Thank you to my guest, Charles Thorngren. You can learn more about Legacy Precious Metals at buylegacygold.com slash newt. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Garnsey Sloan. Our producer is Rebecca Howell. And our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Penley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. Right now, listeners of Newt's World can sign up for my three free weekly columns at Gingrich360.com slash newsletter. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. This episode of Newt's World was brought to you by Legacy Precious Metals. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.